This is the Midlife Motorheads Podcast. Listen in as we talk about our automotive adventures in the shop, on the road, and at the track. So climb on in, tighten those belts, and let's go for a ride. We are the Midlife Motorheads. And now... Broadcasting from Motorhead Central, somewhere in the Carolinas, is the hosts of the show, Gene and Trotty. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 12 of the Midlife Motorheads podcast. Gene, how's it going, man? Doing pretty well, Trotty. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the Killer V Project, and we're going to tell people how to not buy a used car. So that's what's on today's show. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, let's let's talk about the Cadillacs a little bit. I think we've teased this a, a while, and we've, we've been on Instagram and, and talked about it. We started our track sessions in, uh, in a 968 Porsche that, that I had bought, kind of an impulse buy that we, uh, we started doing track days in and then realized – Sharing a car was not going to work long term. So, and and the Porsche really wasn't going to work long term either. For those of you who might be uh, uh, knowledgeable about the 968, you know it's got that timing belt, and it's an interference engine, which means if and when that belt breaks, it uh, it takes out the top end of the engine, and you it's it just becomes catastrophic, and it can actually total the car. It'll cost more to repair that engine than, than the car's worth. So we decided that we would move on from that and uh, look for a platform where parts were pretty easy to get. The cars came with some, you know, let's just call them speed parts or a, a good platform. And um, we started looking at Corvettes. Yep. The Corvette is, is it's, a, it's a nice platform. Um, it's, it's a little pricey to get into for entry level type of, uh, you know, driver education events and, and so forth. You know, a good Corvette, low to mid miles is going to set you back, what, about 25 grand or so? so yeah, for, for a nice C5, C6. Yeah, so, I but mean, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibilities, but um, what kind of concerned us a little bit was, you know, what if you did get a little sideways and, and get into, you know, one of the tire barriers and you got, you know, fiberglass flying everywhere and, and uh, so, you know, parts for that was was kind of kind of holding us back. Yeah, body body repair parts plus anything with the Corvette logo on it is going to be more expensive just because it's Corvette. Yeah. Kind of like we were running into with the Porsche. But but we found sort of um, um, we found a proxy for for the Corvette in the, the Cadillac CTSV, specifically yeah. the Gen ones. Yep, I mean they're known as the four door Corvette because it has a uh, LS6 uh, motor in it has a Tremec uh, six-speed manual transmission in it. Uh, the rear gear um, is is a little little weak in them, but it is a Cadillac. But I, I think for uh, track days and road racing, uh, it's it's all about momentum. So I don't think we're going to have a problem with the rear ends at all. Yeah, a lot of guys like to drag race the not the uh, CTSVs and and they blow up the rear ends and. Um, you know, I joke that that's because the case is made out of glass, but it's, it's really not. Right. Uh, you know, we were told by the folks at, at Creative Steel, who, by the way, are not our sponsors on this show, but uh, we use a lot of their parts. 
Yep. Um, the Creative Steel people said that if, if we were to road race these cars, we wouldn't have any trouble with that. But, nope. Nope. The, the car weighs what, like 3,600, I believe? 3,400? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're launching that much weight, I mean, it's, there's a lot of pressure, you know, on the drivetrain. Yep. So, yep. but for for momentum, I, I think it's going to be fine. Yep. The other nice thing about the cars is they come standard with Brembo brakes. So, that was, yes. that was a nice touch. Like, and we had the same brakes, brake calipers were the same style brake calipers on, on the Porsche 968. So, right. we were familiar with, with those. Right. So um, inexpensive, not, not the very expensive cars. I mean, nope. buying a really super one for, you know, 15 and a nice one for 10, 12 and, you know, kind of a crappy one for about eight. Yep. Now, when you're looking for one, there's certain rules about buying a used car, right, Trotty? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so rule number one, folks, about buying used cars is you never buy a used car at night because that's important, right, Trotty? Yes, Gene, it is important. Yeah, yeah. and you, 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 you never, you never buy, you never buy a used car in the rain, right? Nope, you shouldn't buy one in the rain. Oh, shouldn't buy one in the rain. You, um, you should, you should probably uh, test all the the features. Like, do the windows all go up and down, right? Yep, you should, you should, yeah. you should check yeah. everything out before, uh, before yeah. you buy the car. Yeah, and and you really shouldn't be in a in a rush, right? To where you would, you know, buy an open title or not verify the owner or the his story, right? You probably shouldn't do that. Nope. You should do your homework. Yeah. Yeah. And probably the worst two people to bring on a car shopping adventure would be like your wife and teenage daughter who want to go to dinner and you want to buy a car. That's probably like the worst scenario, wouldn't you think? I guess you want me to tell a story then, don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So CTSVs are not very prominent in my area. I, I very rarely see one. So when I saw this one pop up, it's been almost two years ago, popped up on Craigslist. You know, I was very excited about it. It was a 73,000-mile car. It looked fantastic in the photograph. Um, you know, called the dude. He's like, yeah, can you meet me, you know, tomorrow night? Um, in, in the neighboring town, I'm like, yeah, sure. That'd be great. Well, tomorrow night was actually my 17 year old's daughter's birthday and they wanted to go to dinner in this neighboring town. So I pretty much, uh, pleaded and begged my wife and my daughter if, if we could just take a look at this car, you know, since we we're going over there anyways. In the dark, in the rain. Yeah, so it was about, um, it was probably about 8, 8.30 in the evening time. Um, it was a, a misty rain in a, in a different town. Um, so we went over there. Uh, the man pulled up in the car, and it, it looked beautiful to me. It was nice and shiny because it was wet. It, um, you know, it sounded awesome because it had cheap Flowmaster uh, uh mufflers on it so it, it just i mean it just struck me like oh yeah i'm getting this car it looked good underneath the, the lights the shopping center right? oh yes it was glistening it was beautiful <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful but so, you got to for try to you did get a carfax i did get a carfax yeah um the next day the next day <laughs> So, you know, the guy's like, man, you want to drive it? And I'm like, I looked over at my wife and my daughter in, in our family car, and they were looking at me like, hurry up. You know, we want to go to dinner. We're hungry. So I jump in this V. I 
just basically do a circle of the parking lot of the food lion parking lot. Um, I never even took it out of second gear. I don't think. And, and I handed the dude the cash. He handed me the title. It was already signed. I, we never even shut the car off. The car was running. Now, now did, did he, did he sign the title or was it the previous owner? No, he signed the title. But he oh, didn't okay. sign it in front of me, but it was already oh, signed. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> so, what a car in open title. Well, yeah, kind of. So, you know, the car was running. So my wife and my daughter took off to the restaurant. And I followed them. Everything was great. Went Had a nice dinner. It was on the ride home that something did not just sit well with me. You know, uh, as soon as I turned the key, the check engine light was on. And I was like, what the heck is that? And then on the, the center console display, it popped up a uh, check theft deterrent system, check steering system, check ABS. I'm like, what in the hell is all this? It wasn't on there, you know, when I was, you know, when I drove the car around the parking lot. So we get going down the interstate, heading back home, and it's just really noisy. It's the something was whining in the rear end, and I, I was I was not sure what was going on, but it was dark. It was like 1030 at night. So the next morning I get up, I go out, look at the car. Um, it's dry and it's, it's not as shiny as it was when it was wet. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the windows are tinted. So I open all the doors. I'm looking at the interior and I noticed that the, the buttons on the radio were all chipped up. Um, it had like green interior lights, which I thought was really weird. And, I'm like, something is not right about this car. So I went online. I got a Carfax. It was supposed to be a two-owner, 73,000-mile car. The Carfax comes back, eight owners, 189,000 miles. Yeah. I was not happy. Yeah. So, so folks, um, it's worth it to buy the Carfax. It doesn't give you 100% accuracy. I mean, there are going to be people that are probably, you know, post a note here about how, you know, Carfax is in the ultimate, but uh, the, the truth of the matter is that, that uh, Trotty, you know, made an error on his part, but he was also taken by uh, a professional shyster who um, rolled back the odometer on this car, committed a federal crime in the process. Yeah. And disappeared. And- Cause I, when I called him, I called him up and I got the, the, the that little funny sound when the phone is disconnected and yep. um, he was gone. There was really nothing I could do. I contacted the authorities in the neighboring town and they said, if you paid cash for it too bad. So yep. folks, if you, um, if you're considering buying a, a CTSV or any car, you know, do your homework. Don't, yep. don't be, don't be, don't be uh, silly like I was in, um, and impulse buy a car. Buyer beware. But, um, we've taken a lot of the Cadillac out of the Cadillac. We've, we've gone through the suspension oh, yeah. or Fonzie at happy days. Customs has gone through the suspension Yep. and, um, it's nice and tight now. Um, the car actually doesn't sound too damn bad. No, it, it runs really, really strong. So, you know, it goes down the road in a hurry. So it's, it's, it's going to be a, a great candidate for, uh, for track days. So, yeah. Yep. How about your V? Um, mine's a, 80, 84, 85,000 mile car mm-hmm. had for a couple of years now as we're trying to get this project off the ground. Yep. And um, I've been through the most of the suspension. Again, Fonzie did it. Uh, we've got the Corvette clutch in the car. It's got uh, 
the uh, trailing arms for wider tires in the rear. It's it's set up like like your car is. So you know, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, our our intention is to go to track days at bucket list tracks. You know, between here and, and the Mississippi River, and, and as north as far north as we can go. So we'll do probably Watkins Glen and Road America, places like that. And um, we're just out to have a good time. If you have an CTSV or something else, and you want to join us um, as we plan these uh, weekends, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll post that up either on Instagram or our webpage at midlifemotorheads.com. We've also got some YouTube stuff, and, and we'll probably post some some in car video there. We're also going to try to do some uh, data acquisition so to kind of see if we get better over time with uh, driving these cars. Right. Don't, the whole thing is 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 seat time. You know, we want seat time in these cars, but we're still we're still champ car racing, and uh, but we're only doing a few events in the champ car series. And you know, when you're racing against a hundred other cars out there. Seat time is so beneficial, and what better way to do it than a nice performance car that's approximately the same size as your race car? Yeah, and I don't know of another car, and and maybe your listeners can correct us here, but I don't know of another car where it's V8 powered, it's got Brembo brakes on it already, it's got a six-speed Tremec in it, it's got a Posi rear and you know, held a record at the Nurburgring. So I don't, I don't know of another platform. You know, we looked at Hondas, we looked at, you know, uh, the turbocharged four-cylinder Camaro that Randy Probst, who's not answered my phone calls yet, um, you know, he's got one of those. And we we're begging Randy to come drive our race car, but uh, that's not happened yet. Uh, I don't think we have enough listeners. Just <laughs> Randy's not. Listening. But um, I just don't know of another car for under fifteen thousand dollars. You can get a really good example. Oh no, there's no way, man. This this, this is a, this is a lot of car for the money. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, the, the the one drawback is the wheel selection. It is a six lug uh, wheel, so you're not going to really get a bunch of aftermarket type uh, wheels for the car. But they are made by Speedline, so they're they're very robust. They're a nice wheel. Um, they can be widened if you have the wide trailing arms on the rear. So, uh, we're, we're looking at possibly doing that running what a nine and a half inch wheel. And- yeah. Um, should be able to run nine and a half inch or 10 with 11 inch tire is what the folks at, uh, creative steel are, are telling us. Yeah. Again, not our sponsors. No, not our sponsors. Just spend money with them. Yeah. But it, <laughs> they've got a good product though. You know what? They're a good product and and a super service as far as um, customer service. Uh, I know when I called up there, I forget the gentleman's name, but he spent a lot of time on the phone. Yeah, yeah, they are really good people, and this is just a small company, and they do a lot of other uh, vehicles. They, you know, Mercedes. They, they have a whole Jeep line, so they do a lot of good performance parts. So uh, the best thing, I mean, other than the uh, the Delrin bushings and the trailing arms and the tow rod all that all that cool stuff i really like the shifter uh, the factory shifter is pretty sloppy um i know it was really difficult for me to find fifth gear i mean i know mine's got almost two hundred thousand miles on it but um you know fifth gear and reverse are pretty close together so you know i, I got the created steel short shifter kit huge night and day difference night and day A nice yep. h pattern very crisp positive shifting 
Um, if you don't do anything else to that car, you know, do, do the short shifter kit. Sure. We're going to throw, um, racing seats in the car and, um, uh, a harness bar because we don't like the, um, the way the, the CTSV seats in the Gen 1, the, the seat belt is integrated into the, um, into the seat itself and not into the, uh, the B pillar. So we're, not we're to mention that the seats, not to mention the seats probably weigh 80 pounds a piece. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be able to take a lot of weight out of the car when we do that. Yeah. And, um, I think it's worth noting you put your coilovers on yours. Uh, I'm yes, I did. Springs and shocks on mine. Yep. I did put the coilovers over on, on mine. Um, excited about that. Never had coilovers on a on a car before, so there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. Um, uh, we've got them set right now, basically right in the middle. Fonzie at uh, Happy Days Custom set up everything up basically in the middle. That way, I can adjust up and down, you know, as I get more comfortable with the car. Yeah. So, but but I'm I'm excited. Really looking forward to it. Yep. So we'll um, we'll we'll post information up at, and maybe um, roll bar that we're going to throw in near the harness bar and seats and those kinds of things. And, and we'll be posting um, uh, which tracks we're going to head to. So please, if you see us at a track, come up, uh, we'll give you a free midlife motorhead sticker. Yeah. Cool. Yep. We'd appreciate uh, any feedback you guys have for us. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Gene, man, that was a great introduction of the quote unquote killer V project as, as we termed it. So um, we're really looking forward to getting these cars on the track. Thank you for downloading and subscribing to the Midlife Motorhead Podcast. Make sure to check out our main website at midlifemotorheads.com and all our social outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.